0: Exploring faith journeys and inspiring ministries that embody the good news of God. This is the Cumberland Road. I'm your host, TJ Milanowski. Today, Andy Kettle joins me on the podcast. Andy is a lifelong member of Clarksville Cumberland Presbyterian Church in Tennessee, where he is an ordained elder and a Sunday school teacher and a youth leader. He serves on several church ministry teams, and he's in regular rotation to lead liturgy and the men's breakfast devotionals. Andy graduated from Austin P. State University with a business administration degree, and he's employed at 84 Lumber Company as an outside sales coordinator. Some of Andy's hobbies is being an avid woodworker and a furniture maker and several years ago he started his own youtube channel called the tennessee tinkerer where he showcases his projects and with a little bit of humor andy and his wife ashley have been married for 21 years andy thank you for joining me on the podcast how are you
1: thank you i'm I'm doing great i appreciate you letting me be on here it's a big honor
0: i am glad that you're sharing your time with me and you're an avid listener of the podcast you're telling me before we started recording so you know this first opening question but i'm gonna ask it anyway you mentioned in your bio that you're a lifelong member of of clarksville cumberland presbyterian church but can you recall your earliest encounter with god
1: Well, like a lot of your guests, you know, I've, I've always grown up in the church, so I've never known a time where I wasn't in church, you know, where I haven't known God. Um, You know, I used to get kind of um, envious of people that could say, you know, this is the point where I started believing, you know, and I would say, why can't I have that? But then, you know, as I got older, I said, you know, really, I'm the blessed one. I've never been in a place where I didn't know God. And, you know, I owe that all to my parents and and my church family and and everything. So um, our church has a preschool program uh, that was started uh, almost 60 years ago, and it's still going strong. It's very popular. And and I was a member of that preschool class in the seventies. And, uh, you know, so I was here, Three, four years old, and I re- I remember vividly being in that class here at church. We used to have an old house that the church was built around, and uh, the preschool was in the bottom floor of that house. and And I remember being in there, and Miss Mary and Miss Elaine were our teachers, and and you know, and being with the other kids, and some of the kids that I still know to this day. Um, but uh, that's one of my earliest memories associated with the church is being in preschool um of course you know everybody has church camp stories um you know my uh, my church camp stories aren't as good as most people's because i remember <laughs> going to church camp at, it was probably junior camp uh cuz i was in elementary school and getting really homesick and uh and and after a couple of days and wanting to go home and i remember crying my eyes out, you know, to <laughs> just let me call my parents, uh, you know. And, and they didn't let me, you know, because in, in hindsight, that's probably best. Because and and they talked me down off the fence, if you will. And uh and I finished out that week at uh Crystal Springs and um and I didn't go back to camp for a while. So you know <laughs> my first encounter with church camp was not necessarily positive. But then years later going back to church camp as a uh as a uh leader And also on mission trips, um, Crystal Springs has just become a a very special place to me, you know, and, you know, to our national presbytery as well. So, Mm. um, you know, that have those and, you know, the mission trips, mission trips when I was a youth and then into a young adulthood. um, Those were really where the 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 pivotal time in my life as far as is is, you know knowing God and knowing, um, knowing my purpose, I think almost in life, you know, that's where it started to develop. And, um, you know, just, just wanting to help
0: people wanting to
1: volunteer and do things like that. So,
0: um, in our paths, that's where our paths first crossed. We were both youth in the Nashville Presbytery area and the Presbytery, um, had annual uh, mission trips. Mm. And um, that's where we first met. It was. I was
1: trying to think, uh, probably at least 30 years ago, it might've been 31, 32 years ago. So uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah.
0: yeah I started, I think I, my first one was in 1990, 90. maybe.
1: That's about yeah. right. So yeah. about 31 years ago. Yeah. 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 And we went on a lot of them together, didn't we? Just
0: four. You only went on
1: four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went on nine of them. It just seems like seems like your our times overlapped more than that. But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I I graduated and then that was it. I, yeah, I, I
1: guess that I uh, I continue to go on them as a as a young adult leader. So I, I went all all through college also.
0: So So those mission trips were formative in your faith formation? Yes, and in, in what way?
1: Well, you know, it it made me. It's it's probably the first time I realized that I enjoyed working and doing things for people. Um, you know, just kind of uh, volunteering, helping people out that that needed help. You know, I, I, all year long, I would look forward to the mission trip. You know, all through you know the school year, I you know couldn't wait for those. 10 days in the summer where we go on the mission trip and you know i didn't look at it as a way to just get out of town i i really looked forward to doing the work you know we you know i did everything from laying block and roofing houses and and painting and you know laying tile and acoustic ceiling you know i really did look forward to doing that kind of manual labor it just it, it And even to this day, it gives me a sense of accomplishment, you know, Mm -hmm. a sense of of pride in being able to do that. And and so that's, you know, to go and help someone who is in need of help that can't do it themselves. It just, you know, it filled me with a a kind of a giving spirit in in, and wanting to help people and wanting to do it with nothing expected in return. And and I and I try to live my life like that up to this
0: point yeah I was going to ask you that uh, service mentality that you have, Andy, how is that playing out in your life now in adulthood
1: I'd like to volunteer to do things at church you know I, I most of your guests I noticed have been preachers there's some that aren't and I'm not a preacher, but <laughs> you know in and, and I might be able to deliver a sermon. I don't think it would be very good, but <laughs> i could I could do a talk on woodworking or something, but it, it wouldn't be very biblical. though Jesus was a carpenter, right? so <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but I can do other things in the church, you know I, I may not be able to fill the pulpit, but I can do the liturgy. you know, mm-hmm. I can teach Sunday school class. I can be an usher. I can serve on committees. I can be an elder, you know, all these things that, that are, that are lay person friendly, you know, I have the ability to do that. And, you know, I just, I want to be involved. I, you know, I love my church. I love my church family. This is, this is my second family. You know, I've known this church family all my life. And so anything I can do to give back to them, it, 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 you know, it seems like I should be doing. You know, and so I think that all started in the mission trip days, you know, that that volunteering, that that wanting to be a part of things, wanting to accomplish things on someone else's behalf. You know, I think that all goes hand in hand.
0: You mentioned uh, Jesus being a carpenter and obviously being able to shape things with his hands um, and something that you have in common. What else about Jesus Christ? Having your faith in Jesus Christ that gives you purpose and, and moves you through the day uh when you're at work and when you're at church meetings and and various things. What what is it about Jesus specifically besides being a carpenter? Right, that helps motivate and move you and gives you purpose?
1: Well, you know, God God has blessed me so much in my life. You know, God uh, has given me a wonderful family, a wonderful church, wonderful friends and parents. And, and, you know, I've just, on a daily basis, I'm just so thankful for the blessings in my life. And something that I try to impart to our youth, uh, I'm not the youth leader, but I'm one of, you know, the youth helpers, um, is I try to try to impart to them, you need to be thankful every day, you know, thank God for your blessings. A lot of people just go to God when they're in hard times, you know, mm. I, I'm a firm believer in, in, in seeing the good, seeing, mm. seeing the blessings and thanking God for those. And so, you know, just, I see all these, these things in my life, you know, every day, the fact that I can go to work, that I can make a living that, and, you know, and and. Take care of my family and come home. These are all blessings from God, and uh, I have my health and and a wonderful wife. And um, you know, it's just God has been so good to me over the years. And and you know, I just want people to know that. And I try to live my life to to reflect that. You know, I I try to be a good example and and
0: uh, and and give God all the glory in everything I do. The work that you have at 84 lumber. How, how are you able to share your, your faith with, you know, the, the public and the people that you encounter every day? What does that look like for Andy?
1: Well, I don't deal a whole lot with the public. I deal mostly with the salespeople uh, behind the scenes, but I do deal with some of their, their customers, but um, we're really blessed at where I work at the office that, that, just about everyone in the office is a, uh, a practicing Christian, you know. In fact, uh, I work with a gentleman that's a Baptist minister. You know, I, I, I you know, everyone in there is is a Christian uh, of some denomination. So, you know, it's, it's, I've got it easy, you know, as far as sharing God because they know God as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, but I think I think as Christians we have to um, put forth a Christian type attitude in everything we do you know it, it hurts it hurts our cause if we say one thing on Sunday and then during the week we do something else. <laughs> so I think the key is living a Christian life every day. Mm-hmm. And in that may not necessarily be witnessing to somebody at every moment of the day, but you do a lot of witnessing in, in how you live your life and how you act and interact with other people. And uh, that's always been my goal is to set a good example and, you know, and, and try to try to make God proud.
0: And that is a form of faith sharing with our behaviors and our actions and and treatment of other people. Right. Andy, you mentioned your, your family earlier, who else has had a great impact on your journey of faith?
1: Well, obviously my, my, you know, my immediate my immediate family, my parents, you know, are the ones that brought me to, to church and my wife, but it's, but, but other than them, um, you know, there have been a lot of people in the church over the years, um, that have influenced me greatly. Um, when I was in the youth group, Reverend Rusty Rustenhaven was our, uh, was our youth pastor for many, many years. And he was, he was the only one I knew growing up, you know, and, uh, and, you know, he was a, a great guide and teacher for, for young people. And of course you, you, Know him as well. You know, mm-hmm. we went on mission trips. He he went on the mission trips with us. Um, then um, I don't know if you remember him from my church, Emmett Crotzer. He was an older gentleman uh, that used to go on the mission trips with us too. And when I got into youth, Emmett was an old man. <laughs> And he was he was a youth leader when my mom was in youth. So Emmett had been at it for a while, you know, and 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 he was he was involved up until, uh, you know, the very end. And Emmett was one that was he was always there. He was always giving rides to to the youth, to basketball games or or to volleyball games or to church or softball. He was always on the field coaching. Uh, you know, Emmett was very influential in, in, you know, teaching me an example of, of volunteering and leading. And, uh, he was very pivotal in, in my life. And of course, different preachers over the years, um, uh, you know, when I was a kid, uh, Reverend John Stiles was our preacher and then, uh, EG Sims and Terry Maynard, Steve Louder, and, and now, uh, Jimmy Bird, um, uh, mutual friend of ours, so uh, you know, all of them have have you know lent something, and uh, you know,
0: along the way that uh, that's, uh led to uh,
1: learning for me.
0: You know, I haven't thought about Emmett in a long, well, I guess thirty years, right? But I remember thinking, what is this elderly man? Why does he want to spend his time with you know eighty or a hundred youth yeah. in a van? or a bus for a long period of time, all the yelling and screaming. And, and as I get older, I think, well, it had to be, well, love of God and love of, you know, youth.
1: Most definitely. Yeah. 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 And he was, he was just a big kid at heart too. I don't know if you remember the pranks he used to play, you know, uh, one that comes to mind is he was talking on one of the mission trips. He was talking up all day about how he had, bought this miracle hair tonic that's guaranteed to grow hair overnight. And then the next morning when we met in the parking lot of the hotel, he had on a black wig and he said, it <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, He was always trying to pull one over on it. Uh, you know, yeah. he, he had a love of life and a love of, of youth and, you know, it's something to strive for. And he <laughs> nice. was a man. <laughs>
0: We've well, had some great examples of, people who have crossed your path to to help you in your faith journey and help shape you and uh been very fortunate very blessed well let's talk about the here and the now you mentioned earlier you're not a minister you're not a preacher but you are in ministry um let's talk about some of the the ministries that you're a part of you've alluded to some earlier but what is it like to be a Sunday school teacher? And um, maybe some other additional things that you may see as a ministry.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I joke that I don't know if I'm uh, involved in everything because I want to help or if I'm just a control freak and I got to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I, I've, I've taught a, a Sunday school class. It's, it's, folks my age and a little bit younger. So I've taught that class for uh, about 12 years now. Um, I just, you know, I'm not a Bible scholar. I just, you know, I can do it. And and there's not a lot of people stepping up to the plate to do it. And, and you know, I decided I would do it. Uh, I do enjoy doing it, though. And it, it might be a little bit of a being in control thing, too. No, just <laughs> but uh you know committees uh i'm on the youth committee um you know i i am, uh was the chair of the pastoral search committee that brought brother jimmy here so i feel very honored to be able to lead that as mm-hmm. the active elder on that um i am in the liturgy rotation you know, I can, I can do liturgy. I don't, I don't mind speaking in front of crowds. You know, that, that limits some people. Some people have a great fear of being in front of people, but uh, I don't. I like, to, I like to be up there. I get energized by you know, speaking in, in, to crowds. It seems weird to some people. but
0: uh, So you've come a long way from that little fellow that was at camp and just wanted to get away and go back home to getting in front of the Clarksville Church. Most definitely.
1: And, you know, that, that's even, you know, that's even changed in the last 20 years, you know, in high school, I wasn't real gregarious and didn't like being in front of people. And I just wanted to blend into the background. I may say more about the politics of high school. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, uh you know, nowadays I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy sharing. I, I just, um, I just finished a, a big research project on the history of our Clarksville congregation um, and um, put together a PowerPoint presentation and uh, um, in hopes of, of giving this presentation to the church uh, at some point. At a, Maybe if we ever get back to potluck or anything like that. This is the 180th anniversary of the founding of this congregation. I say what we can trace it back to the the very first building, church building we had, we bought 180 years ago this year. So the thought is maybe we can uh, have a big birthday celebration and I can give this history presentation. But I was I was fortunate to be able to give a portion of this last Saturday to the men's devotional breakfast. And I was the speaker for the month, and so it's a little bit different devotional than we're used to. But uh, I was able to give part of this presentation, looking back at the forefathers that made our church what it is today. And I highlighted some of the the preachers from the past, and and the church locations the building was in, and and so I was I, I felt truly blessed to be able to give this presentation and it's a, it's another one of those things where I can share something that I've learned with other people and maybe you know that maybe interests them. We have a common a common history here and uh, it's just so fascinating to me to be able to 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 find out this information and it's even better to be able to share it with people,
0: you know so well, remaining in the present we've we've talked about you and and your ministry. Uh, where do you see God working in the world today? I think that one thing that the Cumberland
1: Presbyterian Church does really well is is foreign missionaries. You know, we we do a good job of of supporting our missionaries and going into other countries and starting churches. Um, uh, I saw a statistic the other day about. All the the churches in the foreign countries that we have, I think that's a wonderful thing. You know that, that we're able to branch out and and do that. Uh, also, working with the youth, I am continually amazed at some of the deep thinking and spiritual thinking that the youth have. You know, you, you hear you hear so much negativity about you know the kids these days. You know they don't, but but. They're not all like that, you know <laughs> you're just looking in the wrong place. You know we have such 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 spiritual and godly youth that are coming up and and a lot of that is owed to their teachers, you know in the church, but um, I'm not saying I'm one of them. I'm just you know, saying you know that you have to teach them them well and have to bring them up in in the lord and uh, and they have some of the most profound statements you know that will catch you off guard and 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 I have good good hope and faith in in the future of you know our church because of the youth that I see coming up it's uh it's an amazing thing we are fortunate enough to be able pre covid to take our youth to uh grace convocation which is a big event in um in Gatlinburg every year and um, uh, we've been doing that for the past 8 or 9 years and uh that is uh that's a big gathering of youth, and and you know, you've never seen such a, a a big group of youth that are just so so thirsty for the Lord. It's just an amazing thing to see worshiping together, singing together, and and fellowshipping together all weekend. It's uh, and it's the future of our church, and and we've got to got to retain those youth and, <laughs> and keep growing the church.
0: Well. Keeping, keeping in mind with this, uh, visions for the future. What hopes do you have for the church, the church, you know, locally, uh, for our denomination and the church universal? What do you aspire for us as Christians moving forward? Well,
1: I mean, the, the first obvious thing is, is we, we want to get where we can worship in person again. You know, we, our church, um, like many churches during the pandemic was able to set up um, a live stream. And so we've been live streaming since last summer. And, and it's, uh, it's been very beneficial to those that can't be here. But of course, that's not a substitute for, you know, being here. It's, it it's, it's a temporary, you know, mm-hmm. and so I I can't wait for the day when everyone can feel comfortable to come back and we can hug and we can have potlucks and we can, uh, you know, get back together and worship together because there's just something about worshiping with somebody in person that's just an amazing event. So short term, let's get back together and 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 you know start start doing Cumberland Presbyterian things like <laughs> potlucks. <laughs> <laughs> Long term, and, and this is this is a, seems to be a theme. I, when I was thinking about this question, um, you know, I'd like to see more more people volunteer and stepping up and 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 doing things. You know, pastors can only do so much, and they need help from the congregation to 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 help the daily uh, ministries of the church. So I'd like to see more people step up and, and, um, and, you know, you may not be able to do this, but you can do something else, or, you know, you can, you can volunteer your time. You know, um, I think that's, that's the future, I think, of the church is, it's more people taking an active role in the church. And, uh, especially in a time where, um, you know, everybody is on social media and and distance personally, you know, let's come together at church and, 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 you know, not socially distance at church, you know, and, 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 and and get things done for the church. I think that's the the future of the church. I, we're, we're a small denomination, you know, we all know that. And, um, I want to see the numbers going up, though, and not going down. You know, that's that's my hope for the future.
0: And, and there's something to be said, the, the giving of ourselves, you know, the outpouring of ourselves in terms of offering to one another and to the world. What more do we have and what greater gift do we have? But sharing our faith, our love for God, but also the giving of ourselves in terms of service. I like that, Andy. To do. And it
1: and it's something that anybody can do it doesn't require great skill you just have to be willing to do it
0: yeah yeah well Andy, how can we continue to follow you on your faith journey?
1: well uh you could tune in to uh the Clarksville Cumberland Presbyterian Church live stream and uh, <laughs> if you want to see me do liturgy uh, once every three or four weeks uh, okay uh, you can see me there uh, I am on facebook uh but I say I am on Facebook. I have an account. I'm hardly ever on there anymore, but uh, I do. Uh, you did mention it in the beginning that I do have a uh, a YouTube channel called the Tennessee Tinkerer, where I do uh, carpentry mostly, but I do I do a little tinkering of this and that. You know, uh, woodworking mostly, and uh, it's very fa- family friendly content. You know, everything is rated G and I like to throw in a little humor and uh, I call it, I call it doing a little shtick here and there, <laughs> and, um, you know, just to make it fun. You know, life is, life is, uh, is is too great not to have fun. So I, you can
0: see me on that. Yeah. Yeah. And those videos are good. I mean, you show you, you've made bowls, you've made a Bible stand for the Clarksville church. Um, What else have I seen on there? Um, a knob shifter for your lawnmower. So, I mean, it kind of covers a wide area, a wide spectrum of what, what you can do with woodworking.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm in my shop anyway, make, making projects. And so one day I said, you know, somebody else might want to see what I'm making. And that's developed into what I have today.
0: <laughs> so yeah, check out Andy on YouTube, the Tennessee Tinkerer And if you don't want to see him there, then you can definitely catch him somewhere on the campus of the Clarksville Cumberland Presbyterian Church. Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm usually here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Andy, man, it was really good catching up with you and seeing you. It's been a long time. And thank you so much for sharing it with me and, and sharing it with those who listen to the podcast.
1: Thank you, TJ. It's been an honor.
0: And thank you for listening to today's podcast. Grab a friend and join us next time as we travel on Cumberland Road.